Welcome to Barely Making It Podcast, a podcast where two college girls talk about their college experience. I'm Mary. And I'm Sarah. (laughs) And I'm hella nervous to record this episode. (sighs) I'm not that nervous. It's just weird starting, so. It is, it is. And so it is our first week back since our Christmas holiday. And I am a biology student. I'm a second year biology student, so I'm starting my 2B term. Um, so am I. Uh, what is I a 2B term? Oh, yeah, I forgot. As a, like, what is it? Because I go to a co-op school, um, the terms are divided as 2A and 2B. So, uh, yeah, okay. because every student is, well, most university students are in school for eight months, and that's two semesters. <laughs> But mm-hmm. because our semesters can be divided by a work term, we um, clarify 2A or 2B. There's, um, you do 2A and then you work and then you do 2B. It's not cons- So we would be in 2B, but um, you or other universities would be in a 3A term. Oh, interesting. Yeah, yeah so that is how I clarify. Well, I also study biology. And also in a two, wait, a three, whatever it is. I'm in my second year, second semester. Um, yes. And we go to different universities. We just record uh, via online interaction. Yeah. The Anchor okay. app, which has helped us tremendously. Thank you, Anchor. Shout out to um. Anchor. <laughs> okay. So we're back from our winter breaks and we're starting a new term. But before starting a new term, I kind of want to talk about last term, what went well. What did not go well, because last term threw me for a loop, but it wasn't as bad as first year. It was one of my better terms. I agree. Anything interesting? Last term? I don't know. I feel like last term was just, I actually had like a pretty decent time last term. Like there wasn't anything that I look back on and I'm like, well, I mean, school was like something else, but I mean, I think like. Everything experience. Else, yeah, everything else was going like pretty well, which didn't it didn't make school as unbearable as it usually is. Because first year, I feel like I just didn't. I don't know because I feel like maybe I did do enough things, but then at the same time, like maybe I didn't do enough, and I just didn't like living in a dorm. But now living off res and in like a townhouse, I like it so much better. I also liked second year a lot better than first year. Even though first year I did a lot more things, this year I took a lot of I, I took a lot more time to spend by myself, and I took care of myself, and I made sure I was eating properly. And the people I hung out with this year were a lot more accommodating than yeah. they were last year. Even yeah. though last year I did so much and I made a lot of friends last year, this year I wasn't as social, which does make me a little sad from time to time, but. I was able to do my own thing, which I really appreciate because I do appreciate spending time by myself and making sure I have what I need. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was basically, I mean, and also I think we just did more things with each other too. Like we visited each other more than we ever had like first year and that That's was true. a lot better. And then we did things when we were actually with each other, you know? Yeah. Even though like, I mean, first year we sort of did, but I mean, we left the house. Like, we definitely left the house. We did. Well, you left the house. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So, I mean, I guess you did too. I don't know, but maybe you can talk about that. Like, 
so for me, one of the things I criticized about my first year, even though I did make a lot of friends, I'm not like overly outgoing people, and it kind of makes me sad sometimes. Um, last, but uh, what uh, what is it? Last term, I didn't make that many friends, but and I was pretty okay with it. But I did do a lot of things. That's all me mumbling. But um, okay, so last year, what school was like for me was I was taking a stats class and a chem class, organic chem, which was very new for me. It was very difficult. Mm. It was an interactive organic chem. I took microbiology and then I also took two electives. So that was, that threw me for a loop-ish because I was taking electives to get higher grades to get into a professional school, but the electives were so hard. Oh my gosh. I took- Last semester? Yeah, last term. I took Mm -hmm. women's studies and it was images of women in popular culture because I do like pop culture. And then I took the history of rock and roll. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of a joke when, what is it? It's kind of a running joke where I go to school that the art kids have it so easy and they don't really have to do anything and they party all the time. But after taking art classes, I'm like, oh, my gosh, art classes are so hard. There are readings that you have to do every week. In science, I don't have that. I just memorize the content and I keep going. So doing this was very, it was very new. And then another new experience was I was a TA for the first time. Mm -hmm. And that was actually a lot of fun. I did have a lot of fun being a TA. And I was very interactive with my class and I'd like to think my students enjoyed my company and whatnot, whatnot. So that was that was something new that I really enjoyed. Do you guys have to do those TA evaluations at the end of the semester? Yes. Do you get to read them or no? I do get to read them, but they get sent to the graduate office first so that all my data, like all my TA data gets input into computer into a computer in case I wanted to get rehired again. They can mm-hmm. just look at the data and they can say like, oh, this is a five-star TA. This is a four-star TA. This is what students say about her. And then after they input the data into the database or whatever they're doing with it, um, I get the data and I get to read the comments and stuff. Did I you kind get of, to read them? No, I, I get them in a few weeks, but um, I already know what the commentary says. Good it's stuff. Probably, Okay, so, no, no, I think it's going to say, I wish she knew more of the content going to class, and I I wish she was a little (laughs) more prepared, because there were so many times when a student would come up to me, and they're like, hey, Mary, I have this question, can you help me? And I was like, listen, between the two of us, only one of us has read the lab manual, the other one has no idea what she's doing, or I'd say, can you come back in like five minutes after I read the lab manual? Even though I did read the lab manual beforehand, some of these questions they just weren't as straightforward as I thought they would be. Yeah. So it took me a little bit more time to answer them. I still answer them correctly. Um, and also reading out loud is a really big problem with me because I can't, like the letters rearrange in front of my eyes. So sometimes I have difficulty reading. And so that's been a fun experience to go through. But um, my students kind of enjoyed my quirks and stuff because there were things that I did were, that were a little weird, but they found a, to be some of my more charming traits. Yeah. I feel like you really got along with them too, which is like key, you know, when you get those, whenever they like submit things, because I know that having a TA that you don't get along with is one of the hardest things because first year, first year, first semester, I like will forever be grateful to my TA for chemistry. Her name is Jennifer. She was amazing. Like, like she never felt you, she never made you feel like a 
like any question wasn't stupid right and with I mean we did do labs in high school but they weren't as like independent and most of the chem labs here even though you have a partner you really work on it by yourself and especially if your partner is the type of partner that like doesn't really care to work in a group like you can work separately you just work on like the same bench but there's like double of everything so I don't really know what the point of a partner is but that's just how they do it and she was amazing like I really loved her and then second semester of first year I got like the worst woman in the world because um I was working with a partner and what happened was she actually messed up like however much of like the quantities that you were supposed to put of like HCl or whatever I can't remember okay, but it so was this is a chem lab this is yeah chem it's lab. a chem lab and your so partner messed up my partner she messed up and she told me that she messed up right and it's fine because I've obviously also messed up before but I was like it's okay like maybe it'll still work out <laughs> like you know I'm, I'm still hopeful and the labs are three hours which I I was just like no like I don't want them to be that long but um we were there and I think we were on like the second step but there was also like part b to that and then the third part and we were already like two hours in I think like two hours two hour 15 minutes and so the results that we were supposed to get we didn't end up getting it because we compared to a group beside us and then she called the TA and then the TA is like you're gonna have to start all over again and I was like we have like basically an hour to 45 minutes like this is crazy, you know, like, and I guess it's protocol, but I, I don't know, like, there was just something no, about her that I, they're this usually is... supposed to be like, oh, like, here, use somebody you... else's results. Yeah, or, I mean, they can't directly say that, I think, but, or they could be okay. like, okay, this is what you should be getting, you know, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But the thing was, is I remember there were three trials with that one, too. So it was like, you had to do everything three times. And she, was, she like, would kind of refuse for you to not do your third trial, even though the first two worked out well. Like, that was a problem. And I was like, what is up with this, like, person? But I don't know. I think she just, you know, some people some people are really by the books because mm-hmm. it might be their first time teeing or that's just the type of person they are. But, um, yeah, we just didn't get super lucky with her. And then last semester, my partner Riley, I was telling her about how – Like, the first day we were together, um, I was telling her about how nervous I am for the TA after my experience. And she was like, oh, my God, did you have that one chemistry TA that's, like, horrible? And I was like, wait, like, everybody knows about this person? And then she says my TA's name. And I was like, that's who my TA was. And she's like, yeah, she actually ended up TAing for her class because her TA couldn't make it or something like that. And she was, like, it was, like, so bad for her, too. So glad I'm not the only one. But, yeah, it was just, I don't know, TAs, you know, is very traumatic when, especially in first year, because you're just, like, so confused. And now with, like, last semester I had biochem and I had neuro, but basically biochem was the only one that had a lab lab. And I was more prepared, you know, like, I was, like, okay, even... I can just, I need to read the manual, I need to do this, I need to do that. I, I knew more, but with first year, it's just, it's so confusing. It's so confusing and traumatizing, and I was super lucky, most of, well, actually not even most, like all of my students were very nice to me, and they all got me, and we all vibed with each other, 
because I remember listening to my friends who are TAs and their stories about how students would question their authority and tell them they're wrong. And it was like some intense stuff. And my students have never said anything like that to me. And they're always like, oh, I think you're wrong. And I'm like, oh, I probably am. And like, we figure it out. And they're always super, super nice to me. And they like to engage in conversation with me. So I'm super lucky in that regard. Um, This was actually the first term I got a decent lab partner out of all my terms. (laughs) Because I've been taking labs since first year as a science student. And so um, my first, so my 1B term, so first year, second semester, I had a lab partner that didn't speak English that well. And Mm -hmm. her speaking English did not bother me. What bothered me was um, how she would record things in the lab. So let me explain. So if you have a beaker of liquid and you're pouring it into a bigger beaker of liquid, the smaller beaker, as you're pouring it, should be decreasing in liquids and once I got home I realized that my levels like my liquid level in the beaker that was being emptied was increasing and then it started to decrease and so I'm making a titration curve or like a graph or whatever and I realized this is not how it's supposed to be and so that lab report I did extremely poorly and that was my experience with that partner yeah and so so that it's one experience. And then my two, one, my two closest friends in university were my other two lab partners before that. So one of them hates Bunsen burners. So I always had to use the Bunsen burner. Um, my other lab partner hated dissections. So I always had to do dissections for, like not for her, but I did the dissection between the two of us. And so this term, they have other labs and they are thriving. My partner, <laughs> my ex-lab partner who was afraid of Bunsen burners got put with another girl who is also afraid of Bunsen burners so she stepped up the plate and she figured out how to use a Bunsen burner and she came back and she's like oh it's all good now and then my partner who hates dissections was put with another person who hates dissections so she had to do it and then she realized it's not so bad and that's what she's majoring in now which is animal biology and they tell me this and I'm like, wow, you guys are thriving without me. I've, been, I've clearly been holding you back. Yeah. Um, but this term, I got a partner and she is always ahead of it. Like she knows what she's doing. And I feel like, I'm, well, I feel like I'm holding her back. But it was, it was nice to work with someone who is way faster than me as well. And I was like, I have to, I have to keep up with her. She, she was really smart. So I told her on our very last day, like, listen, next term, if I have a partner who can speak English... I'll let you know how it goes because she's out of all like my entire university career she's been a really good lab partner I think my first semester lab partner was like she was the best that I had because we were just we were so similar the way that we do things you know because like I've had lab partners that are like super like okay gotta get done by like this time this time this time and I'm not like that. Like, I'm so much more, like, chill. I'm like, okay, we're going to get it done in, like, the three hours. Because three hours is, like, I've never actually stayed for that long. Except for, I think, one. But that, like, most people were there anyways. Um, and then I've had people who are way too chill, you know. And I'm, like, I'm, yeah, that also doesn't work. But last semester, we were, like, on the same level. And I don't know, we just helped each other out. Like, there wasn't a sense of, like, oh, this person's going to copy my, you know, like, answers or something like that. Because people genuinely, like, don't want to help their partner. And I just think that's so, like, I don't know, it's so, like, crappy. 
that type yeah, of situation. Yeah, to get stuck with someone, like, be partners with someone who doesn't even want to help you, even though you're meant to work together, you know? Yeah. And luckily, actually, my biochem partner, she really likes physics. And so she's taking the physics that I have to take. But she's in there, so I have another friend, and I'm very excited about that, too, because we definitely vibe. Like, we're, like, we're pretty, like, similar, you know? Nice, nice. No, I yeah. didn't I didn't make that many friends last term. Um, but I did make a friend in my art class, because I, I find it really hard to make friends in my science classes, my ma- like, yeah. the classes with my major. The classes are so big, and I find myself going into these classes, and even if someone introduces themselves to me, I'm so over it. I'm so done with them already. Everyone mm-hmm. just annoys me in these science classes. Um, I feel like in science classes, too, people are just there to, like, I mean, this is what you're supposed to do. You're actually supposed to listen to the lecture. I don't think people are as open as to, like, actually talking to other people, but versus the electives that I've taken that are not sciencey or the classes that I've had to take that aren't sciencey, like, people are just more, like, they're more willing to actually talk to you, whereas... Yeah. Kids in science lectures, they're not like that. At least at my school, they're not like that. I, I also feel the same way. They just go and they're there for their classes, even though they have their own cliques and whatnot. Yeah. But uh, in my art class, I, ma- I was able to make a new friend and she had a lot of opinions. Oh, that class was so interesting. Did you know that somebody thought Terry Fox ran across Canada with a broken leg? Are you serious? I am serious. In the middle of class, we were talking about inspirational figures and people are bringing up Americans, Canadians, like everybody. And um, this girl was like, wow, you know who I find inspiring? I find Terry Fox inspiring because he ran across Canada with a broken leg. And the oh teacher kind of stared at her and the teacher didn't even correct her. Everyone was just mind boggled. Uh, and for people who don't know, Terry Fox had cancer and he ran across Canada with a prosthetic leg. <laughs> a prosthetic leg. A I mean, they, like, leg. really tell you about that. I mean, in my elementary school, like, Terry Fox Day, we had a whole day dedicated to him. Actually, I think we had a whole month dedicated to him because we would fundraise, mm-hmm. and then we would go on walks or runs, you know, kind of, like, I mean, different, but to support Terry and, like, know, like, show that his legacy is still around. The whole neighborhood would join us, and I just think it's, I mean, maybe her school wasn't like that, but for me, it's like, he's one of those people, you know, about, like, literally legacies of this country, so. Yeah, so that was an interesting class as well. I learned a lot in my women's studies class, uh, mostly because last term, I took a lot of time for self-care, and I was, like, listening to podcasts and reading more, and I would watch Red Table Talk on Facebook, which is a really mind- I don't even know. Like stimulating, yeah, mind stimulating type of show, and I was learning a lot about the world, and I kind of like that. But it also kind of took a toll on my grades that I was paying attention more to me. Um, Oh man, but that's all of us. Like, I think the thing is is trying to find that balance between like school and then everything else. But I also think like after. Like, I understand that school is super important, right? And you want to do a good job. Like, you have to want to do a good job. But mm-hmm. when you leave, like, you also need to be able to really take care of yourself, like, mentally, too. And I think that's what, like, this whole four years is about. Like, yeah, you have school, but you have so many other 
things that are going on like all the time and it's like how do you figure it out you know because I actually think life is going to be the busiest now I don't think it will be too busy like after work like right now it's the most exciting part but it's also like scary yeah Yeah, and there's just so much happening at once whereas like I think once you leave school I mean everything kind of becomes like routine and there's not too many shifts I don't know but at the same time like you do have a routine at school so I was gonna say speaking of routines I was able to uh, to develop a morning routine last term which I'm very happy about because I didn't know I would like having a morning routine as much as I do uh, but I, I like having a ritual to do in the morning and then it helps set the mood for the entire day. Yeah. And so I like to wake, well, I don't like to wake up early. I like to pretend that I like to wake up early. So I wake up at, at seven and then I make myself a nice cup of tea, even though I don't drink the tea, I just put it into a thermos. Um, but it's nice to have some time to just do my thing right before the day starts. Because before I used to wake up half an hour before school starts, grab a breakfast and run to class. And that was kind of my how I started the day it's still me right now (laughs) but now I wake up and I have time to enjoy my breakfast not that much time because I still understand I have stuff to do but I'm trying my best to wake up early and have some type of routine to set the mood for the rest of the day yeah I think that's it's honestly the best way to go but like I'll try you know I really try sometimes like in the last 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 semester I was actually pretty good I was also waking up like 7 30 and I would have an 8 30 class although like I didn't go to it but and then my other class started at 10 but I'd be up like quite like an hour or two hours ahead of those ahead of my first class like every single day I was making breakfast and again not something that I usually do and I liked it but then it's like sleep over everything eventually you know no yes yeah, sleep is still yeah. important if I especially because I don't sleep till a lot later so no I get that I get that if I go to bed late I'll push my alarm to be a little bit later because sleep is important god take care of yourself Mm -hmm. taking care of myself while doing school and trying to be mentally okay and doing good I remember just calling you and friends and we were just all so worried about our grades and academic probation Uh it was so hard Oh my gosh. It's so weird because I always start off every semester being like, this semester, I'm definitely going to get into the dean's list. And then it's like a month and I'm like, okay, no, like, I think a 75 will be okay. And then it just gets lower and lower and lower. And then before I get my grades, I really freak myself out for no reason. And then I'm like, oh my God, like, what if nothing went the way that it should have? And then I look at my grades, I'm like, okay, it's fine. Like, I don't know why I had... I'm just naturally, again, fearful for no reason of all these things, you know, even if that was, but I think by this time, I kind of already was like, okay, even if that happens, I'm going to figure it out because I always have, you know, like, I remember back in like high school being like, oh, what if I don't get into university? And in hindsight, like, at that time, that was, like, the biggest problem. Dude, we were, like, so afraid. We were, like, what if, like, what if this is not meant for us? Yeah. What if no one's going to take us? Yeah. But then it's just, like, now it's just, like, you figure it out. Like, if I had not gone that year, I would have gone the year after. Or maybe I'd explored in a different type of path. But I think everything to me just feels, like, so small, you know? And it's something I'm working on. 
But see, I'm I'm like finally at a point where I'm just like, okay, if this happens, it literally isn't the worst thing because I'm not dying. I'm not ill. Nobody around me is sick. You know what I mean? Like that's more like important to me than mm-hmm. just like these tiny but in the moment it kills because I remember in high school I was like oh my gosh what if I don't get into university and this is me and I had like pretty decent grades in high school and we both had decent grades in high school clearly we're in college now but I was like I don't know if I'm gonna make it in what if I have to move to like a city that's seven hours away from my parents instead of this one that's a little bit closer but still like far away enough that I get to develop on my and own they don't come every single day <laughs> and they don't come every single day and I was like so scared and in hindsight I was like now now I think about it and it wasn't that scary I would have got accepted somewhere yeah. my grades weren't awful and like I, I was pretty capable back then but then I'm right now I'm applying to a professional program I want to get into pharmacy and so me applying na- again now I'm like what if I don't get in and it's like all of this all over again but it feels so real to me like yeah. I, I hope I get in and then in hindsight I can think of it as oh remember when I was trying to get into pharmacy and it was so hard and I tried to make this so fantastic this application I hope it's like that but right now it is so scary I don't know if the person who's reading my application will even like my grammar or my style of writing and anything they can to do to cut me off they will so I'm super nervous about that and I'm trying to navigate that right now so I think this is actually a good way to segue into our goals because most of our goals actually have to do with fear, you know. Dude, I and am that's a wuss. What we're talking about. Yeah. I am a really big wuss. I don't like to take risks. I Me too. <laughs> it is it is We're just... both we're both we're both people who like to stay in the bubble that we've created. And On top. And I'm just like, nobody pop it, you know? Like, I like the bubble. Although, I think I complain a lot about not doing things. Or I'll say things like, oh my god, I'm going to do this. But the fact that I never actually go to do it, you know? Because it's just so comfortable to do things that you're familiar with and not really push out. But, yeah, 2019 goals. 2019 goals. But, like, on top of that, like, to continue off of your point I put these constraints on myself like I restrain myself and it's even like the little basic things that I won't even push for if the person at the coffee shop gets my order wrong I will restrict myself from telling that person because I'm like oh I might hurt his feelings or I might might ruin his day but like it's a part of his job it's okay yeah. like just let and him I know. think we're also the type where we don't say it. we're like extra cautious like you know what I mean it's like I would never say it in such a tone that would even make that person feel bad so mm-hmm. it's very different situations because I've seen people who they give them the wrong drink or like even the tiniest thing like they added too much sugar or something like that when they asked for sweetener and they're just like take it back like making another one again can't do that but I would like to be able to be like, hey, any way you can fix this, you know? Yeah, like in a much nicer way. No, and even when I was working, um, if I handed somebody the wrong amount of plastic bags and they were like, oh, I only asked for three, I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. And my face has always been 
like when I'm working, it's always, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm always the one at fault. And my PMs are like, listen, you have to relax. Yeah. You can't control half of these things. And why do you care so much? And so that also comes into my fear. Uh, not my fear, but like my, the root of all my fears is that I just care too much about everything. I always thought I was someone who didn't care, but I think obviously, obviously I do. Because I always was like, oh, I really don't care what, like, people think. And to a point, I, I don't. Um, because there are so many things that are, like, constantly being said at me. And, like, I don't cry over them or anything like that. Like, I, I can now, like, brush it off. But, yeah, like, I don't know. But I do no, care I, about other things. I am so sensitive. That's probably why I've kept my job. Because I kind of want to grow out of that sensitivity and I kind of need to understand that like not everyone's going to be nice to me all the time and I have to stand up for myself and um I I remember telling my coworkers, I don't think I think I'm too sensitive for this job because I work with customers and customer service whatnot whatnot and I told her I think I'm too sensitive for this job because when someone breathes funny in my direction I feel like crying already it's just it's too much that was me too like over summer working in retail I always knew I mean people are always like you know customers always aren't gonna be right but sometimes it's just like damn like you know it's like okay that person was having a bad day I didn't do anything wrong but damn you didn't have to say it like that or like yeah I I think for me like learning to be like hey okay this person had a bad day for whatever reason they're taking it out on me but like that doesn't need to affect my day because again I did nothing wrong you know and like that's something that I think like that work experience really helped me kind of be like that like kind of brush off comments or brush off like even if somebody like doesn't smile at me when I smile at them I used to be like oh my god why didn't they smile back but like I mean, that's it's not such it's a, not a you thing. issue. It's not a yeah, because like in my head, I would start thinking, "Oh my god, I might have looked a certain way, or like they might perceive me like you know to be a certain type of person." I don't know, but then it's like that person probably, first of all, they probably didn't even see. Second of all, they probably are like thinking about their own type of thing, like why somebody that they smiled at didn't smile back. But, like nobody's been thinking that much into anything. But yeah, I like then we just overthink it. it. Yeah, I used to take it like super, be like, oh my gosh, like yada yada yada. And then work was just like, no, you deal with people who are having bad days, and that's just retail. But there were always people that were really nice. But there are people who constantly walk in and and ruin and, your day. Yeah, but learning and being like, because I used to like get get home and then be pissed, you know. Or like yeah. my form of being upset was like, "Hey, can we go to McDonald's?" Like that's how like I would just like internalize it. I don't know why. And then eventually, I was just like, "Well, like, I can't live like this. Like I can't live literally a stranger who I will never ever 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 see again, like dictate how I feel for the next like twenty four hours." You know? Yeah, no. It, it, but it's really rough. It really gets to you, especially sometimes what they're saying feels like a personal attack. Yeah. Some of them, like, they genuinely are, like, not nice. But other people, I think, because, I mean, it's a, it's a cycle, right? Like, when I have a bad day and then I take it out on, like, friends, family type of thing, like, it's just a circle. Like, they're just taking it out on whatever they see. 
But yeah, anyways, we were talking about what were we talking about? Fear? We were talking about trying to be bold. Oh, yeah. Trying to be bold because we are both people who are just scared of everything. We don't oh we don't take enough risks. I mean, honestly, if we really look back at it, even the fact that we got a job, you know? Oh, that was a That was so scary. I mean we we met I think for like what, two weeks? Every single yeah. day, maybe a week and a half, every, every single day. day. We met and up and we, we went, went to different probably, stores. Yeah, probably to like 30 to 40 different places. And, and, like, and at one point, I feel like I was like, no, you go ask. Or like, you'd be like, no, you go ask. And then at one point, we both go up and then we're just like, we just want a job. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't even care about like that initial anymore. I'm just like, here's my resume. Like, hire me, you know? Yeah. No, at first it was really scary. And we we got over it. We both got jobs. And then starting a job was scary. I remember coming home yeah. the first day and I was just crying and my mom's like, what's wrong with you? And I was like, I don't want to work a minimum wage job for the rest of my life. Like, this is awful. I don't know why anyone does it. But then people need money. Yeah. Uh, no, that was a bold move on both of our parts. Bold that was move. a pretty big step. Yeah. And I mean, we're definitely super coddled, too, because, I mean, I didn't work throughout high school. I was very, like, fortunate for my parents to I mean they really didn't encourage me working because <laughs> mm-hmm. I actually tried in grade 10 I gave in my application to a mall for some like fast food thing and they were like they were really upset they were like no just focus on school but yeah and then eventually you know as you get older work ethic and everything so yeah you got and we got to pay for school now yeah I think for me it was more about experience like money was good but, like, experience, I think, is always better, you know? I would agree, actually. Yeah, because you agree. learn so much more. I mean, I think that's one of the things. We really popped our bubble. Like, yeah. I, I could have gotten the job and still said no. And, like, man, it was scary because because it's a retail job. We would have those. I mean, I think it's every job, you know, like, those back rooms. And walking in, like, my first official, official day because my first day was really, like, training. Everyone's really nice to you know. Like, in the beginning, they're like, oh, she's new, whatever. But my first official day, like, and then walking to the locker rooms, putting my purse away, that, like, like that feeling of, like, oh, my God, who's in the room already? You know, mm-hmm. there were, like, four or five different people. And, I mean, these people had been working there for maybe three years, so they'd known each other. And, like, I really had to introduce myself. And, again, that's for whatever reason, has been hard. I would agree. I remember because I work where I work. um, I work at a grocery store and most of the girls are cashiers and you don't really interact with them. But they were really scary and judgmental and they made all the new all the new kids do all the scut work. And then all the dudes would be in grocery, but they were also like big and scary. And also the grocery store that I work at, it's in a it's in a pretty um, interesting interesting neighborhood (laughs) (laughs) everyone there is kind of interesting uh nobody there actually goes to school which is what i figured out nobody wants to go to school they kind of just enjoy day-to-day street life they're very street people and so walking into the break room was so scary and i think the thing is because you're different from that you know that's why i was very uncomfortable 
Um, so how I kind of view my work experience was, okay, so I worked in the summer and then I worked this past Christmas as well. And so this experience was kind of, uh, I've got to win the heart of this place kind of mentality. And by yeah. the end of my summer term, everyone was, everyone was like nice to me and I got better at my job. And then at the end of the Christmas season that I was working, everyone knew my name. And that was a big deal for me because they didn't really care about me before that. I think it's because they thought I was 15. Yeah. Like all this time they thought I was a high schooler. A lot younger. I, a lot younger. But then when I came back, they're like, oh, you still work here. I'm like, yeah, I, I do. I just, I leave for school and then I come back. And that's when people figured out that, oh, this girl has goals. Like she's going somewhere. And so how I like to think of it is I am exotic, exotified at work, but not for my ethnicity, but for my my academic career and my academic goals and people were interested Your interest, yeah. yeah people were interested in what I had to say because they kind of questioned oh you like chemistry and I'm like yeah I do like chemistry and they they were like I, I, I actually that. think that we should do a whole episode on like things that happened at work because it could be another like I have many stories of how I was like conned okay like throughout the whole summer and how interesting like the experience was good but I mean the experience was interesting oh I've been conned a few times too sometimes when my manager tells me oh they want to speak to me I'm like oh my gosh they know I've been overriding all of these prices they know they know yeah I don't do anything illegal but sometimes I don't do my job correctly because it's scary being live you know yeah Oh yeah. So we so, should do a whole like we should do a whole thing on this. Yeah, this is not what Yeah. Like I just from the first day to the last, I feel like I have a story for every single day that I worked. It's very yeah. interesting. This is not what even what this episode's about. This episode is about <laughs> our previous term, like our last school term and our upcoming school term. I mean, anything to wrap up like the previous term cuz I think we said like we're pretty like, you know, Compared to first year, previous term was probably the best one. The best had, one. Like, compared to all the terms, the last one was the best one that we had so far. And we're trying to emulate emulate the same thing, basically, yeah. for the hope, rest of our career. I hope this term is better, but I feel a little yeah. weird about it. I feel a little weird. I hope I, I do well. Just, again, there's more changes happening. And whenever there's change, it just, it's it different. you for a loop. Yeah, it's, it's just scary. Different. I don't know. Any, what is it? Um, anything you change about last term? Because last term was pretty good for us and we went through some things, but anything you change? I think, like, I always have things that, like, I really want to see the positive of everything. Obviously, changing would be, I wish I had, um, like, put, put in more time for, I was pretty good at putting in time for most subjects, but I wish I'd put in more time for, like, a biology subject that I'd been, um, like, I had, because I ended up doing really well in the final, which only comes to show that I would have done great in the midterm as well, you know, if I'd really put in that effort, and those are really types of things that I'm like, oh, I should have done. Besides that, not really, like... I mean, I, I basically did, I don't think I had anything, to be honest. I didn't go home as often because I wasn't as depressed, like, literally. Um, mm-hmm. First year, I was going home, like, every two weeks because I didn't like the dorms at all. Now I like my living space, 
and I'm changing it all the time or I'm trying to change it, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think because it's just, like, you have your own place. And it's, with first year, it was, like, there was nowhere else to go besides your besides your dorm, you know? But now it's, like, I have home if I want to come home, but I'm not stuck on school, you know? Or stuck yeah. at school. No. This year's living environment, living in an apartment this year, whereas last year I lived in a townhouse. It's been very different, and I got better roommates because last year's roommates were either kind of interesting. They were, um, yeah. But I study also a lot on campus. Last I year, I remember being so sad, though. I remember being so sad. We're going to have to do another episode on, <laughs> on our first year. Exp- that, yeah, that, that, is a, that is a long-ass story. That's that like five episodes. <laughs> But anything that you want to change? I, well, other than the whole, I wish I wasn't so wuss and actually went out to meet people because I had so many opportunities and I didn't want to. Um, I don't think I changed much. I did cut people out that I I thought needed to be cut. Mm-hmm. I did try my best to go to clubs, but I showed up to one meeting, which it, which for me is a really big accomplishment because mm-hmm. I'm not into that, but... I don't know. I don't I don't necessarily think I, I would change anything, mostly because it's been my best term yet. Yeah. But I also feel it's been it's been my best term because I pushed myself out of my comfort zone. Like I didn't m- meet that many new people, but I was a TA, which is very scary. My first day of class, yeah. I stood at the front and I said to the class, I said, I don't even know why I'm a TA. I don't like speaking in front of people. And I said that in front of the entire class and they all laughed and I think that well that made an impression but I did I did push myself out of my comfort zone which I appreciated um I accompl- I write a list of goals for every term and I accomplished a lot I found new study places and stuff like that so not much I would change but a lot of goals for this upcoming term I think so but we'll talk we're just about- trying to we're just trying to have a better semester just than trying to the get last because yeah, so, we've yeah. always said oh I hope next term is better. And then in the moment, we're like, oh, this is so awful. But I don't want to live my life, my entire life like that. Because we, yeah. we both look back on high school and we're like, oh, it's not that bad. It was actually a really fun time. But yeah. I remember in high school, we were like, this is so miserable. I hope university is better. And we have to stop looking towards the past as but the better. Also, like, but... if we don't do anything ourselves, like, it's not going to come at us, you know? Like, yeah. I won't be the chosen one, you know, yeah. of all of these things because... I mean, people are making those money moves and those school moves and social moves. Social moves, whatever it is. But, like, no, you know, you have to live in the moment. Yep. Actually, that I think a lot of people say with like our 2019 goals, living in the moment, I think, is definitely one of them. The biggest thing. A lot of people that I've talked about this, like people that are older than me or. Just by a couple of years or a lot, they say that medic- meditation actually really, really, really helps with that because it like focuses you to be present in the moment. And that's something that I'm working on because we were talking about how with with our goals, we were saying how, you know, there's so many distractions and you don't even realize how many distractions there are. But when you start talking about like, you know, your phone, your computer, like just the internet alone it's a it's a huge distraction and I think it's distracting from what like your actual goal is and if you're weak like me then you fall for it dude trying to like undo what I've literally known for such a long time it's very hard 
that is another another episode <laughs> to yes. talk about like distracting and like how our goals is to be more in the moment and that goes along with our fear of not be not taking risks because being in the moment yeah. requires you to take risks and maybe one day I'll be able to tell the barista that I wanted extra base and instead of whatever coffee he gave me or I didn't want green a green tea latte that's not what I asked for you got my order completely wrong but my name correct yeah um, maybe I'll let them know but until then, I think I will be drinking other people's coffee orders. I think I think all of that's gonna happen soon, though. Honestly, Hopefully. I'm excited for our futures. I'm I mean, with the with the list that we've made, it's like I think if we can do everything, like if you can do every every well, blah, blah, blah. if you can do one thing every single day that you are kind of scared, and it could be like tiny, you know, like we've talked about like tiny things, like for me. <laughs> taking like getting out of the bus but like from the back door you know instead of the front I don't know why that's like such a weird fear because I don't want to like inconvenience people and be like hey move you know like and I'm I don't know those types of situations and doing tiny things like that to like raising your hand in class going to your props hours you know um dude our fears do we have our fearlessness yeah. Our, well, it's a fear fearlessness. We have a lot of things. I don't think we can cover it all in this episode. I think it'll be in the next episode, though. So yeah. we can talk about meditation and technology and why we even have a list of goals. Because I'm looking yeah. at the list, and there's a lot that require a lot of attention. There's another one. I mean, it doesn't have to do with fearlessness, but I think the reading a book thing, I think I want to introduce like back into my life because we've both bought so many books over the summer that were like, oh my oh, god, read this, and then you get so busy over the summer with like work and family and friends and just you know Dude, chilling. That is in my list of goals. So the next podcast will probably be about goals. I think. Yeah, I just think like, we should do one. Yeah, just yeah, I think goals would be a, a proper follow up episode. Plus, yeah. because a lot of the things in this episode we want to mention again. Like, mm-hmm. our whole fear and being in the moment, meditating and technology. And that will all be in its own episode. They'll relate to each other later, sooner or later. Yeah. Anyways, until then, that has been this episode of Barely Making It, because we are both barely surviving university right now. Yeah. So hard. Until next time. Bye.